Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast brought to you by Bob's Red Mill. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, guys. And in this episode, we are unveiling some major kitchen hacks that can save you time and money because you won't have to buy as many gadgets, hopefully. And we'll show you how you can use some of those, you know, handy kitchen utensils that you already have to pull double duty, right? And this is this is this is kind of a fun one. Yeah, totally. Because I'm one of those guys that like I'm I'm a I'm a gear person. Mm-hmm. I like gadgets. Me too. Yeah. Most guys Gadget do, girl. right? Or or, or Gadget Girl. Yeah. <laughs> not just a guy thing, of course. Um, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, like herb scissors, right? Like I have herb scissors that yeah. I've used twice, right? Yeah. Maybe, just collecting maybe three dust. times. Yeah. They're there. And I like, I like knowing that I have herb scissors, but I don't really use them all, all mm-hmm. that much. And so all of a sudden it's like I have drawers and like, you know, like the count, like the thing on the counter that's like stuffed with all these things yeah. when I probably just need like a rubber spatula, a wooden spoon and maybe two other things. But there's all this other stuff mm-hmm. in there. There's like three different like whiskers. Like there's like totally. a rubber, rubberized one. There's like the steel one. You don't really need all this stuff, right? Yeah. You're, I mean, handy. you're handy. You're handy in the kitchen. Yeah. I love to cook. And I, I mean, who doesn't love a good kitchen hack? But I'm definitely a gadget person. Like I have way too many kitchen gadgets. I get super excited and geek out over our new kitchen gear, but a lot of it, you know, I don't use day to day. And then when space is limited and you want to stay organized in your drawers and not have like cabinets, like overflowing with stuff you don't use every day, you know, I always like to, okay, every so often, let's just scale back a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes less is more. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes more is more. So if you if you if you're obsessed with kitchen gadgets, hey, go on, do your thing, like <laughs> do, stock do up. You. If you if you got counter space and yeah. drawer space, then whatever, then that's fine. Totally. Like a couple different islands. Right. Maybe there'll yeah. be a couple tips in here that you use, but otherwise yeah. you'll be like, hey, you guys are crazy. I love all my kitchen gadgets. <laughs> but if you are looking to, you know, just be a little more efficient, a little more effective, kind of pare down and, and get some of your counter space or shelf space or drawer space back, then these tips are going to be for you. Look, the truth is most common utilities pencils can actually pull double duty in the kitchen, right? It's just about how you look at it. You know, that the avocado pitter was absolutely adorable and, and yeah. you, you know you needed it in the moment, but in reality, it's just a glorified spoon, right? right. Just, get, just get a soup <laughs> just spoon a and spoon. just like scoop the avocado out. Um, so, you know, while we hope that all of these cool new gadgets will make, you know, life that much easier, they probably won't at the end. And finding new uses for the things that you already have is way easier. It's going to save you money. It's going to save you time and it doesn't clutter up your space. So, Let's get to the Eat This, Not That kitchen hacks. I love it. So everybody has a pair of metal tongs, right? You have to have metal tongs. Of course. Um, So you can actually use them to squeeze lemons and limes. There you Um, go. When you juice citrus by hand, sometimes you you don't get all the juice out. You have to squeeze really hard, and then your hands are a mess. And instead of getting a specific citrus juicer, which... I'm guilty of, but because I didn't know this tip, but you can use a pair of tongs to squeeze down really hard on the citrus. Just put them up at the top where the tongs are close together. And it also helps keep the pits in there. So right. the pits don't. So don't use the, the tong, but like the wide tong, but like put up towards the, the access point yeah, of the, exactly. um, of the pinching. You'll get more yeah. leverage up there. So I wouldn't Metal even tongs think of doing are like, that. I, I, could not live in my kitchen without I have two metal tongs and then the rubberized tongs right for like um the nonstick surface, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Metal, uh, the course. rubberized tongs for, for that kind of stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. scramble, like scramble eggs with them. You know, you cook on Everything. the grill with them. Like I have a juicer, like I have mm-hmm. a uh, citrus juicer. I think I've used it twice. Yeah. I saw it recently. I'm like, oh, I should, I'm going to use like, put some fresh lemon on the salad. Like totally. I should get, the, and then I'll just be like, oh, whatever, I'll just squeeze it. But then like, like you said, like all the seeds come out and like, you don't get all it all. And so you feel like you got really yeah. got to ring it. And now it's just like, my hands are all lemony or limey, which, you know, there's worse things. There's worse I've things. never thought about just kind of pinching it in the, in the tongs yeah. up at that top part and just, 
getting some leverage Get in there. there. Yeah. My hands aren't all citrusy. Not not a bad not a bad tip. Here's another one. You got a slotted spoon, right? Of course. Use it to separate egg whites. There's nothing more annoying than pouring the yolk of a cracked egg back and forth in the shell, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, of course. All the way, and you're trying to get all the white out, and there's still that piece that just kind of hangs mm-hmm. in there, and you're fighting with it, and finally you're just like, forget it. Like, I, I just throw the egg, egg shell in the disposal. It, it's a tedious process, and, and it's frustrating, so don't bother. Instead, just crack the egg, put it, put it in the bowl that you're going to mix in, take your slotted spoon, and just scoop out the yolks. And all the egg white will just separate down, and, and bang, there you go. So easy. Your slotted spoon, you didn't know. I love it. Another one is to stop wasting part of your strawberries by using a straw. Yeah, because you know sometimes it feels like you're cutting off a good chunk of the actual berry, Mm -hmm. trying to remove the stem. So the solution is to poke a straw through the bottom point of the strawberry and push it through. It should poke right out the top and take the stem with it. I I love strawberries. Everyone in the house loves strawberries. Mm-hmm. We buy a lot of a lot of strawberries, and it's it's. I always think like, oh, so wasteful. Like you cut the tops off to kind of cut them up and like put them in yogurt or mm-hmm. uh, my morning oatmeal or just slice them up for the boys for lunch or dinner. And you, I just think like, oh my god, like all, like again, food waste. Like here's like a third of the like you're just cutting the top off to kind of like almost decor yeah. it a little bit. Sometimes you have to get down really low if you you're not like so doing low, that. Right? V, exactly. You're just it's cutting like straight. Take the time to actually like pare it yeah. out. But a straw, poke it up from the bottom. Bang! Like come on. Bang. Egg slicer? More like an anything slicer. How about this one? Mm. Egg slicers are so multi-purpose that they should just be called food slicers because whether it's blocks of mozzarella, mushrooms, a cooked hot dog maybe, this little gadget is like a jack-of-all-trades in the kitchen, right? You just put something down, fold fold down on top of it, and there you go. You have nice, evenly slices. I loved it for like like mushrooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you get nice, even slices because otherwise you're sitting there and you're trying to slice, especially small things like that. Yep. And you're like, it's just, just like, a pain. It's just yeah. a pain. Doesn't totally. work. Egg slicer. Do you have? I, so I don't have. I don't have an, an egg, egg slicer. slicer. I don't. Right. It's like one gadget I don't have. This is this is genius. <laughs> Another one. I know you love pancakes. Love them. So do your boys. I love pancakes too. You can create perfect pancakes with your turkey baster. Actually, so instead of using a scoop or just pouring your batter onto a skillet and hoping for the best, a turkey baster will give you more control over the batter falls. Mm-hmm. And then you can even get creative and make some fun shapes, which is a great idea for the boys or if you have kids. Like before. You know, you'll be making those Mickey Mouse pancakes. Right. The you know, and like Absolutely. circle ears. Like you, you can fancy. control the size. What I like is like you could control the size a little more evenly. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I cook for the boys and when we do the pancake breakfast on on Sunday mornings, I have I use like a like a soup ladle basically yeah. to to and it like it come out like lumpy and it hits the pan and decides where it's like an amoeba, right? It just yeah, decides just where it wants to go. Wherever. And I'm like, oh, and then there's like one's like super big, one super small, but like now the the space on my on my pan is running out, so I can't really add another one but I, what I like about this I'm going to try this is that you're going to have a lot more kind of pinpoint control mm-hmm. over how big like you're really going to get like if you want silver dollar size you can do silver dollar size and you know just how much to put in there and squirt out and like and it's going to like distribute far more evenly so this again like you, you probably don't have like a dedicated like pancake scooper kind of thing like I said I use a soup ladle but turkey baster sounds sounds a lot a lot it. easier Now, while all these kitchen hacks are great for making sure you're getting the most out of our favorite kitchen gadgets, how can you make sure that your body is getting everything it needs when it comes to important vitamins and minerals? A great way to ensure you are covering your body's unique needs is Care Of, a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin supplement packs right to your door. Now get this, 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. 
you take care of quick online quiz, and you end up getting the vitamins you need to get back on track to reach your health goals. Your vitamins are delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs perfect for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. Also, what makes it easy is you can track your progress with the Care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins and your monthly subscription box can also be modified at any time. Now, I took their online quiz and was amazed at how easy it actually is. More importantly, I really appreciated how they present the recommendations personalized for my lifestyle and my environment and how they underscore why every recommendation was made by backing it up with research that supports each of the recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. Now, of course, we want to make sure that taking care of your personal health needs is easy. So Care Of has a special offer just for our listeners. For 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter Eat This in the promo code box when you check out. That's 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and use the promo code EATTHIS. Now, when it comes to kitchen staples in my home, it starts with the wholesome, delicious products from Bob's Red Mill. What I love about Bob's Red Mill is that their high quality, minimally processed products help me fuel my days from breakfast all the way through dinner and even at dessert too. If you or someone you know has a gluten allergy or celiac disease, all Bob's Red Mill's gluten-free products are processed in a 100% gluten-free facility to ensure there is no cross-contamination. That way you can feel safe and confident with your sensitivities. And it doesn't matter if you're catering to a paleo, gluten-free, or vegan diet. With Bob's Red Mill, you're not just getting quality, you're getting flavor-packed, healthy food that actually tastes amazing. So what are you waiting for? Visit bobsredmill.com today. So here's another one that is probably easier than, than you would imagine. Scoop smarter and easier. Like with squash, you know, uh, cantaloupe, stuff like that, the, the melon seeds can, can kind of be a pain to scoop out, right? And I usually use, you know, I, I mentioned before, like the avocado, like a, mm-hmm. like a soup spoon, right? Yep. Like a tablespoon, kind of like scraping away at it and scooping away at it. And the problem with the spoon is that it has dull edges. So enter your ice cream scooper. Nice. You have I an never ice cream, thought right? of that. Because it's the perfect tool for the task because the edges, unlike a spoon, the edges are sharper, right? So it, it, we'll it's right got to get there. through that frozen ice cream. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cut through the flesh and get scoop up those seeds a lot easier. So whether it's a pumpkin or like a squash, like I mentioned, or, or a cantaloupe or something like that, just get the, get the ice cream scooper and just boom. Oh, yeah. A few I'm swipes and you're that. done. I'm like a big papaya fan and they have all those mm, crazy black seeds. Papayas are hard, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the ice cream scooper. I love it. There you go. And most people have a bunt pan in their kitchen. Not everyone maybe has like a dedicated roasting pan. So don't worry. You could still roast a chicken. Mm-hmm. And obviously the idea behind a roasting pan is that you could place the bird upright and it co- cooks evenly on all sides and you get that airflow underneath. So the bunt pan will bo- do the exact same thing. You just place your chicken over the protruding center of the bunt and it's an awesome makeshift roasting pan, you know, and all your veggies and gravy and whatever will still right? fit around yeah, the sides. Yeah, it's going to like all just collect in the bottom and the yeah. sides come up so you don't have to worry about stuff spilling out. And this is great because if you don't have, again, if you have limited cabinet space, mm-hmm. You're going to have a chicken roasting pan that you use for how many times yeah, My roasting pan is right? huge, too. Exactly. It's like, so like a bunt pan, like cook, make a bunt cake, make some roasted chicken. Exactly. That's a nice dinner. I'll Invite have, me over, I like please. That one. This, is, this is another one. You know, we talk about uh, veggie noodles, zoodles, mm-hmm. however you want to call them, and, and how, how fun they are, and how it's a great way to get more vegetables in your diet. But, you know, do you really need that 
that noodler, the, the spiralizer. Yeah, the spiralizer. Do you really need, again, another gadget that you're going <laughs> to get. I got one. Right? And then and, uh, now I just buy them pre-spiralized. Exactly. At the, at the and it's just sitting in a box and totally. eating up space. Well, if you, if you want to try uh, zoodles or mm-hmm. carrot noodles or whatever it is, investing in the spiralizer might not be the, the right call. So what you can do is just use your peeler. You peel down the entire vegetable so that you're left with wide pieces and then slice them with a sharp knife and they'll curl up like noodles. And there you go. That's and that way you can, you can try it. You can too. figure it out. And if, you, and if you really like it, you can decide whether you go spiralizer or you go frozen. Absolutely. I would go frozen too. I <laughs> know. It's so much easier. Um, the, I don't know if you've ever tried to create a homemade blooming onion. I have not. I have not. I mean, maybe one day with this easy breezy tip. But I do as little with onions as humanly possible. We, I my eyes are so sensitive. Like I make my husband cut onions every time, (laughs) but, um, you can use an apple slicer to get that perfect flower shape. There you go. And because apples and onions have a similar consistency and size, it it should work pretty perfectly. So whoever wants to attempt a blooming onion at home, get that apple slicer. Well, I have a solid apple slicer. And now that I know this, I might, maybe I will try a blooming onion, right? Or even, you know, even it's not fried like a blooming onion. I, I think it would be wonderful. Drizzle some balsamic on there and right. then put it in the oven and roast it. Frost, oh, there, yeah. see, there you go. Roast yeah. it. I like that idea. I'll use that. Here's another one that I really like, uh, especially because I'm guilty. I have, I have uh, both of these. Um, you can use your waffle iron to make paninis. Now, I have, I have a, a waffle iron and mm-hmm. I have a, a panini press, which, which is one of my favorite utensils yeah. ever. Um, but let's say you don't have room or, or don't want to buy both. Waffle irons, you know, grilled cheese makers, sandwich presses, they're all really one and the same, right? It's like two metal, yeah. metal, you know, metal top and bottom that presses down, applies some pressure. So you really can't make waffles in a, in a grilled cheese maker or, or a panini press. Um, but you can, you can make a grilled cheese or panini in a waffle maker, as long as you don't mind the little waffle. I think it's fun. Right? Then your but sandwich is fun. Texture. It's, exactly. It's a little, little character to it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like if, if you're in a pinch and again, you don't have the space the or the money, like just, just get a waffle maker and don't be ashamed of making a sandwich in the waffle maker. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Give your sandwich some character. I know. So this one is actually my favorite tip on the list. Um, just because I love fresh herbs but mm-hmm. you said you have an herb herb I have scissors, scissors yeah i don't have scissors i try to be all fancy and chiffon on my herbs and make <laughs> you know and it's 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 hard to get them even and it takes a long time if mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of them so what will save you time is to use your pizza slicer there you go i mean it's perfect you just run that thing over a few times and and there you go like, i love that tip i know nothing beats a wheel I, i'm loving that one I like this one actually, and uh, and I do like my herb scissors, by the way, because mm-hmm. because they do make it like like you said, like you would you would cut them, like you try and cut them. Which if you try and cut herbs, like that's there's few things that are more frustrating, <laughs> right. right? It's just like it's such a pain. Yeah. So I thought I thought the scissors were like one of the greatest things. Uh, my mother in law got them for me for a gift, and I was so excited. I like used them for the first couple of weeks, and then I was just like they didn't really come out that often. Yeah. Um, and and it, not because they're not convenient. I mean, I already have them, um, and I have drawer space, so so it's cool. But I like this idea because again, here's some thing that how many times do you use your pizza slicer yeah not often often. like when i when i I order my pizza it comes sliced (laughs) yeah exactly so i I have have a pizza slicer but i'm not using it all the time so here's a here's a fresh look on something that can get more use than you're probably using it out Mm -hmm. of it you know so that's what that's what it's all about that's what a hack that's what a good hack does i love that saves you time saves you money and it, it creates efficiencies so there you have it. Um, what I love about tips and tricks like these is that they get me excited to get back into the kitchen, right? I said, like, I'm not the handiest person in the kitchen. I'd like to spend a, a more time there. So, you know, putting a couple of these things to the test, 
get you back in the kitchen. And if, if that's all we've done with this episode, then that's, that's worth it because worth it. taking control of your food source is the best way to take control of your health. So get back in the kitchen, try some of these utensil hacks and, and get cooking. We hope that you're enjoying the podcast and you like it enough to leave us a rating and maybe even share it with some of your friends who may also love getting a healthy dose on the best ways to navigate the hundreds of food decisions we make each and every day. For more of an insider scoop on the best foods to eat, no matter the situation, be sure to visit our website, eatthis.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, where we are at Eat This, Not That. And now, you can even subscribe to our new Eat This, Not That magazine. Just go to the subscribe button on our homepage to find out more. More importantly, let us know what food choices are on your mind. We'll tackle them here for you, so you can be confident that you are making the right choice every time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for a steady stream of fun, informative, and mind-blowing food knowledge from me, John Hammond, Megan Murphy, and a bunch of experts and guests that will help you eat this, not that.